Yo, thank you guys for joining in for this episode of Fireside Talks. I hope you enjoyed. I hope it applies to you. I hope it blesses you. Remember to sit back, relax, and enjoy as we talk and discuss about anything and everything that comes to mind. Yo, what is up, you guys? Coming at you with another episode of Fireside Talks. The last episode, we got talking about transformation instead of conversion. And a lot of times we get into the habits as Christians to get people to church, to get people into small groups, get people into what's going on, into the know-how, and forget sometimes of the transformation part, um, creating that uh, connection with them and transforming them from the inside out. But for this episode, I feel like it connects well with the last episode, kind of shining the light on us. And I titled it, Why Me? Starting off with the scripture in Exodus chapter 3, verse 2, talking about the burning bush and Moses. When Moses was looking after the sheep of Jethro, his father-in-law, he noticed a bush that was burning but not being burnt up. And in that moment, noticing that it was the Spirit of God, when he approached the bush, took off his sandals and began the conversation with God. God wanted him to set the people of Israel free from the Egyptians and from the slavery that they've been in for well over 400 years. But I feel Moses felt the same way that we feel as Christians or as people and individuals on a daily basis sometimes. When God told him about this plan, about what to do, there were a lot of different things that that Moses brought up, his insecurities, his insufficiencies, and everything that he couldn't do, which God combated, and finally at the end kind of got stern with Moses, letting him know that he could do it, and that he was going to set the people free, and that he was going to come to the mountain and be at peace with God. And not only so, he didn't just say, you're going to set the people free and that you can do it. He brought it to the fact that you are coming to this mountain when you set those people free, and you're going to be with me. So he had enough confidence in Moses to tell him, you can do it, but also you're going to bring them to me as well. You're going to not only just set them free, but you're going to get them free indeed, (laughs) just like Jesus did on that cross for us. But coming back to what Moses was telling God about the insufficiencies that he felt, the first big one was that he was not a great speaker. He was, he was a stuttering. He, he stuttered a lot and um, he probably went on bunny trails and he felt like that held him back enough to keep him from speaking clearly and communicating well with Pharaoh. So God saw that nervousness in him. So he gave him Aaron. And Aaron, when he went to Pharaoh, Aaron translated for Moses and helped the communication become clearer. There also was a second individual that helped Moses as well that God put in his life, and that was her. In the Battle of the Amalekites, when God told Moses that that land that the Amalekites were at was his, when they went into battle, God told him to raise his hands and you will begin to win the fight. So he raised his hands, and as he raised his hands, they began to win. Aaron and her were on either side watching with Moses. And as soon as Moses started becoming weary, started becoming tired, he started to, to lower his hands 
and the Amalekites started to win. When Aaron and Hur noticed this, they set a stone under Moses and lifted his hands. And when they did, they began to win the fight and ultimately won the battle. The same way that the Israelites went across the Red Sea on dry ground was the same way that they won the battle of the Amalekites. And I feel like that was something that can be used for today, and that is worship. Surrendering what we have in our head, what we're going through, our issues, our problems, our situations, and finding restoration, peace, and joy within those situations. When all hope seems lost, and when things don't seem to be going well, we lift our hands, praising God and asking God to come into our situation and noticing within time and patience things beginning to change. As long as we keep our peace and our focus and our strength, our community, our family, and our leaders, and our heart, and our perseverance, ultimately seeing things begin to change for the better. He acted out in faith. Moses didn't really have the confidence to do this. He was nervous, he was scared, and he wasn't sure how he was going to do it. But he acted out in faith because he had faith that God was going to bring him through to the other side, bring him back with the Israelites to the mountain. To worship God. In every single situation between from the plagues to the mountain, he became wiser with every step. Situations arose, things happened, but as they did, he learned more and more and more on how to deal with situations better, how to handle situations better, and how to overcome things that were coming against the children of Israel. So for us, personally, we sometimes discredit ourselves for a variety of reasons. Forgetting that God can use us through our brokenness. I mean, there are a lot of people within the Bible who had things wrong with them. Sin issues, problems, situations, things just going south. And God used those people through their brokenness to prove to them their worth to Him and to prove their worth to the ministry and to prove their worth as a child of God. Sometimes we'll go through life making mistakes. We'll have sin issues. We'll have things happen. But never let that discredit you. Never let that rip you so far away from God that you forget your authority in Christ, that you were created by Him. Fearfully and wonderfully made, you were created by Him to be a child of His, to overcome. And I know I keep coming back to it, but noticing the victory you have through Christ. We all need help from others who can guide, aid, and lead us to a better understanding of God and our authority in God. We can't do it alone.
We're not supposed to do it alone. That's why God created other people. That's why God is working in other people's lives. When you have somebody who's going probably through the same thing or something similar, it's much easier to be able to, to have victory in that situation when you have somebody else giving you advice, their testimony, and walking with you and guiding you to that life that you are trying to achieve and to the, get to that victory that you want to get to. When all hope seems lost, we have nowhere else to go. Sometimes taking the guidance we have learned through God's word and speaking and acting upon that can bring peace within the storm and ultimately breakthrough. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My strength does not come through flesh and blood, but through the power of the Holy Spirit and God. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Ephesians 6.12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. All of these verses we use and we apply to our life, believing them in faith, in trust, in hope, and in strength in every single word that comes within these scriptures. And last but not least, with experience comes wisdom. When Moses was leading the Israelites out of Egypt to the promised land, each experience came a better wisdom and a better understanding on how to deal with situations. And the same with us. With every experience that we have, through every trial that we go through, comes the wisdom of God. When we go through a trial, we go through a situation, we become wiser because we learn from our mistakes, we learn from the trials, and we learn from life. We learn how to deal with situations better, we learn how to walk out situations better and we learn how to avoid the attacks of the enemy better and better with every single step with experience comes wisdom so in ending ask yourself why me go through these notes and answer this question why god chose me because even though you have your sins even though you're broken, even though you are hurting, clouded, and seem so far away from God, you are still his child. You are still a child of God, fearfully and wonderfully made. And you are still loved beyond anything else. He believes in you. He knows that you can do this. He'll be with you and you with him talk with him communicate with him be with him on a daily basis and you will come out on the other side wiser stronger and be able to do things that you've never thought you could do in the first place but i love you guys i hope you guys enjoyed this episode 
it blessed you, it encouraged you, and it strengthened you to be able to walk out in confidence of the identity you have in Christ. And remember, you can find everything Fireside Talks, social media, Facebook, Jacob Greenwald Fireside Talks, Instagram, Fireside Talks, underscore 01, Snapchat, Fireside Talks, Twitter, at Talks Fireside, and YouTube, Fireside Talks Prayers, where I pray for you and give you a verse of the day to strengthen you, get you encouraged, and get you ready for your day. Go like, go comment, go share, and be blessed within every morning. I love you guys. You guys have an amazing day. Remember, you're children of God, fearfully and wonderfully made. Peace out. Yo, thank you guys again for tuning in to this episode of Fireside Talks. I hope you guys were blessed. I hope you guys you were encouraged. I hope you guys can apply a lot to what this episode was talking about. But remember to sit back, relax, and enjoy as we talk and discuss about anything and everything that comes to mind.